Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge and rejuvenate your life and your business. Thank you for joining us once again for our Unstoppable Eventrepreneur podcast. We are closing to the end of 2023. So the next few episodes is all about reflecting and planning for 2024. So for today's episode, we're going to talk about what to audit in 2023 so you can be prepared for 2024. Today, I want to focus on only two things. One is what are the risks that you have taken this year, in particular, business risk, okay? What type of investment you had taken this year for your business and what are the opportunity costs for some of the opportunities that came down your way, but you did not jump on it. So we're going to talk about two things. First, what were the business investments or risks that you had taken for your business? And what were the opportunities that you did not jump on and evaluating what's the opportunity cost for that? So let's talk about the financial or business risk that you had taken for your business. It could be financial and it could be emotional. What do I mean by that? I will elaborate. So financial financial risk would be things like what are the uh, business opportunity that requires any form of financial investment for your business, such as purchasing a course for you to gain some more knowledge of whatever you want to learn to implement in your business. It could be a design course. It could be an event planning course. It could be a business coaching mentorship program, uh, or it could be attending a trade show that you actually have to invest to get a booth, could be investing in social media manager, it could be paying for ads to get leads. All those are financial uh, investment or business investment for your business that you had taken, uh, that you could have taken. I'm just assuming that you did, okay, for 2023. And then what? What are the emotional investment that you have done for your business, which is the things that you were processing, okay, to promote your business, such as a sweat equity form of investment, such as you are investing emotionally into your business by doing things that threaten your comfort zone, which is coming on videos. Okay, which is going to networking events and talking to so total strangers. Those are emotional investments that you did for your business. Then we're going to talk about the opportunity costs, which are opportunities that show up that you did not take advantage of, such as there could be a trade show around your area that you decided to give it a pass. 
that could be uh, people telling you that perhaps you should consider hiring a social media manager or website manager, uh, website builder, because mm, you're just not that tech savvy, but you decided not to hire that person. It could be there's an opportunity for you to work with a business mentor for your business because you're not business savvy. You don't understand the business finance. You don't understand the business fundamental, but you decided not to do it. So I'm going to talk about that. Okay, what were your gains and what were your loss? And I say loss is uh, on air quotes. So let's talk about your let's talk about your gains. Okay, so these are the things that you want to audit. So look at what were the business investment that you did for this year. Okay, let's just say that you invested in ads. Okay, or in in a um paid leads platform, okay? So it could be ads, it could be paid leads platforms such as Wedding Wire and The Knot, and also Thumbtack, Bug Effective, just to name a few. So let's just focus on that one first, okay? So paid leads platform. So those are, the, that's one of the investment. So I want you to start auditing, okay? Did it work for you? When I say, when I say, did it work? There are a few contexts, okay, that you have to think about. Did it work? It means, did you get any leads? Very important. Did you get any leads? So did you get any leads is one. Did you close any leads? Okay. Did you close any leads? Now, did you close any leads? It's really not the platform's job to close that lead. It's your job to close the lead. So you can't evaluate whether this investment, okay, you can't audit if this investment that you made actually pay off, uh, it, did, it, did it pay off? You can't evaluate whether did you close the leads based on, uh, you can't evaluate the effectiveness of this platform or this investment that you made worked or not or paid off or not based on how many leads you close. Because how many leads you close, it depends on you. It's not the platform. The platform's job is to give you the leads. So if it's giving you the leads, that means it worked, okay? That means it worked. Now, it just depends on, now the variable, it's you, right? Did you close the leads? So if you take the time to go look at, okay? That's why we say we're auditing. Look at the investment that you make for paid leads platform. How much money did you invest? How many leads did you get? All right. Those are important questions to ask yourself. How many, how much did you invest? How many leads did you get? So you want to be able to evaluate that. Then the next step would be, did you close those leads? Okay. Again, whether you close any leads from this leads platform, does not measure the efficiency or the effectiveness of the portal. But you should still consider evaluating did you close those leads because it may give you an idea whether do you have a marketing problem or a sales problem, okay? So what do I mean by marketing problem or sales problem? If you are able to get leads from these platforms, that means you are actually doing a very good job in attracting people to reach out to you to want to be able to get a quote from you or to continue a conversation with you. So your marketing 
probably is spot on. So that's great. We take the time to audit that. Now, if you're not able to close any of these leads that you got from this platform, then you have a sales problem. That means either, either you don't know how to qualify them, either you don't know how to sell them, you don't know how to close them, you don't know what to say and what to do to make them feel comfortable to invest in you. So that's when we know that, okay, if we take the time to audit this, look, you have the whole year to evaluate, all right? So that's when you know that, okay, in 2024, I need to work on my, my, my pitch, my sales, how my sales conversation. So you don't have a problem getting leads. You got a problem closing them. I have a client who, who's like that inside our mentorship program. So what do I do with them? I do a lot of role play. Okay. I, I audit their sales call. I find out what do they actually say when they're on that sales conversation? What did they actually say on that sales conversation? Did they following, did they follow the qualification process? Did they do the vision casting part? Did they make them feel safe to invest? These are the things that I evaluate. And these are the things that you should be evaluating. Okay. Now, then let's talk about another thing, which is uh, trade shows. Okay. So we are going to focus on a few things because there's so many things to evaluate, but I want to keep it tight. Okay. I want to keep it focused. So trade show. So did it, same thing you are going to ask, did it work? Okay. So what do, how do you evaluate trade show if it works? So did you, did you get leads? All right. That means did you, did you get people to, to book calls with you? Did you get people to book calls with you to, um, to continue the conversation at the, that where you left off at the trade show and then eventually you close them? Again, we cannot measure the effectiveness of the trade show participation by how many leads you close because as I mentioned just now, it all depends on whether you are good in closing or not. But if you are able to get a lot of people to come to your booth, that means you did a good job in marketing yourself. That means your booth was beautiful. You have people coming to want to see your booth and you were great in stepping out behind the booth to talk to people and they gave you their information that they want to be able to be contacted to schedule for a phone call conversation or face-to-face conversation. That means you did a good job in that. So you didn't have a marketing problem. If you can't close any of these leads that you collected at the show, then we may have a sales problem. So this is, again, back to the same thing, the paid leads platform. Do we need to evaluate how are we talking on our sales conversation? Okay. Another thing, to um to evaluate for a trade show is did you increase did you increase your your brand visibility what do i mean by that so did you did you um get people to follow you did you gain did you gain uh more followers after the show at your booth did you put any form of social media handles that people can follow you so you should always check your social media number Okay, followers before you do the show and after you do the show and see whether did you get more followers. I know when every time I do a speaking engagement, I get more people connection uh, on LinkedIn. Okay, because that was my focus to focus on LinkedIn. So I get more 
more connections, I, I get more followers. So you want to ask yourself, did you increase your brand visibility when you participate in the trade show? Did you increase your brand visibility among vendors because you have other vendors there that you build relationship with, right? And you market yourself. So did you increase your vendor list as well? So did you increase more vendors on your vendors list um, where now you have more resources to go to you have additional resource for florists, for linen, for furniture rental, for entertainment, just to name a few. So if you did increase your vendor's lease, great. That trade show was effective. You did increase your brand visibility because now you are speaking to all these vendors. They started following you. You increase your brand visibility. Fantastic. Did you, did you uh, book some calls? Did you manage to get email address and book some calls on the spot to continue the conversation? Fantastic. You got some leads. So the trade show work. Okay. The trade show work. So the effectiveness is there. Great. Okay. So now let's talk about, let's talk about uh, what other things that you normally invest in your business. Let's talk about social media manager. Okay. Because some of you are so busy, so busy uh, in terms of of not having the time to post regularly on your social media, nor the, nor the tech savvy to do it, okay? So when you increase, when you hire a social media manager, what are the things that you need to, what are the things that you should be evaluating, okay? So first, it's always brand visibility. You need to look at, did they increase the number of followers, okay? Very important. So you, did they increase the number of followers? And you also want to make sure that the followers are your potential clients, okay? Or your resource, like your vendors, not just any other random Jane Doe, okay? So you want to be, be able to evaluate that. So every single month, you should like, even myself, I should do a better job in that. Did you, did you first and foremost, you have to ask yourself, give them enough content to work off, okay? Did you give them enough content to work off so that they can actually do uh, what they're supposed to do for you? So did you give them meat? Okay, as in M-E-A-T. Uh, did you give them content to work off so that they can do the brand visibility for you? Okay, ask yourself that. If you did not, you can't blame the social media manager not doing their job. Okay, and you want to, to also evaluate if um, their work represents your brand, okay? I, I know that there's some social media manager that they copy and paste what they wrote for their other clients and then they use it for you as well. The pictures, they may change a little bit. So the pictures are easy to evaluate that it represents your brand, your company and the work you do. But the verbiage, okay? The verbiage may not. The, the words being used may not represent how you speak. And I, I know firsthand, this is what happened. Like for myself, I hire a, a company, a podcast company that produce all the show notes for my podcast. So that is an investment that I made. And every, every, every year, okay, I do the same audit as what I'm telling you all to do. So I look at, did my listenership goes up? Okay, go up. Did the podcast help? expand my brand visibility, such as I will have people who join my Facebook group or who contacted me based on the, the, my podcast. They heard my podcast, all right? And I also look at the show notes. 
the show notes and I look at, the, are they writing in the language that I actually use? So uh, a funny story. I used to have a very good, same agency. I'm still with this same agency. And they had this person who writes the show notes and there she's able to really portray my voice, okay? And write and write the show notes that represents actually how I speak. And I was very happy. And I didn't have to do a lot of editing, right? She wouldn't use words that I normally wouldn't use. So she actually took the time to listen and to, to write how I speak. And then she's being transferred to do another role in the company. And then I have another person who started writing my show notes. Immediately, I saw the difference, okay? I saw the difference. And I wrote to the agency and I said, did you have someone, did you change the person who's writing my show notes? Because this doesn't sound like me at all. When it doesn't sound like you at all, it would not have the efficiency or attract the right type of people to uh, to buy from you or follow you. So they are no longer your ideal. You will start attracting people who's not your ideal clients and that's terrible. So you don't want that. So, so you do the same thing. You do the same thing for your social media manager. Same thing here. I do the same thing with my social media manager, right? I haven't been evaluating her based on how many followers that I that I got, right? I should. Um, I should, but I haven't. So this is something that I need to I need to think about as well. And the followers is not just about so it's a 50-50% responsibility because their job is to post on social media. Your job is to engage. And followers can only increase if the algorithm likes what you are showing and show it to a wide range of audience and then they follow you. So your content is so important and how the content is posted is very important as well. There is a collaboration between you and your social media manager because this is something that you need to think about what content to produce and they're going to physically take your idea and produce the content for you. So it's a 50-50% partnership. But in terms of growing um, growing followers, a lot of times you it also requires you to do the homework to go look who has been looking at your content, okay, like, love your content, but they're not your followers, then you need to you need to make sure that you do whatever you need to do, the necessary steps for them to continue to follow you back. So the social media manager, I think the benchmark will be brand visibility, okay, will be creating, did, did they create all this content that represents your voice and your brand? To, to put it out there, okay? To put it out there. And if they use the right hashtag, uh, then people will be searching and then they like your content and then they will follow you. So did they make the content? Did they make the content that represents your brand? It's engaging for people want to want to follow you. And another thing to, to, um, to look at is, did they get you any leads? Did this social media person Whatever they post their content, did they get you any leads? Because the content that they posted was so engaging, okay? And they put a call to action and people actually reach out to you, right? So these are the things to evaluate as, as well. Okay, so I'm going to just talk about these three. First, pay list platform, trade show, social media manager, okay? And okay, one more thing. Let's talk about um, growth, personal and business growth, okay? So four things we're going to talk about. And then we're going to go back to these, these four things as well for opportunity costs. So you bought a course, you bought a course, 
or mentorship program. Okay. So I'm going, you will have to, um, you will have to evaluate. Did you see a change? Did you see a change in yourself, personal development, and also your business development? Was there any change from uh, the time before you invest to the time after you invest? Okay. Just, I asked the same question to all my clients in the mentorship program. If you were to think back three months ago, six months ago, nine months ago, before you joined the mentorship program, and then fast forward to now, did you see a change in yourself? Many told me that they become more accountable towards their personal life and also their business. Oh, they also told me that they become more confident. They dare to take more risks, okay? And they become more um, knowledgeable in terms of the business finance and business tactics and strategies. They also shared with me that they feel less stress because now they don't have to spend so much time figuring things out because there is a community or resource that they can refer to to work on whatever they need to work with, okay? They also feel much more supported because there's a community to support them. So when they think the before and the after, they see that it definitely has helped them in many ways, although many still feel that they are still a long ways uh, from what they where they want to be. But I having them to do this activity, they realize that, oh wow, you know what? Yes, I did actually grow. And this is the one part that many people didn't don't spend time to really look back and compare compare how they were and how they are now. They compare themselves to other people, which is not realistic. So personal development is also one thing that I want you to audit as well, where you were before and where you are after, okay? If you are not where you want to be, that means you haven't, don't believe that you have changed at all, okay? You don't believe you have changed at all. Then you have to look at what happened. So let's go back and look at these four things that we talk about in terms of, of um, financial investment, okay? So paid list platform, trade show, social media manager, business and uh, personal growth, right? We talk about the paid list platform and trade shows. We talk about, is it a marketing problem or a sales problem? So if you identify what's the problem, now you can work on that for 2024. I think many of us actually have a combination of both. So, but you don't know what to focus on first until you take the time to audit. Then the social media manager, we just hire somebody, but we didn't take the time to understand how come it's not working. Sometimes it's not their problem. Sometimes it's you. If you're not giving them the idea, you're not auditing their work, then your investment has gone to waste. Okay? So you need to really audit. Did I give them ideas? Did I give them clear direction? What is the measuring ben benchmarks? So these are the things you need to audit. It's an internal self-audit and also auditing of them. So it's not just this or that. It's a combination of both. And then personal and business growth. If you invest in something and personally for your personal growth and also for your business growth, if you don't see any change at all, okay, be honest. Did you see any change at all? Why? Is it because you never even utilize what you purchase? I have people who bought our course I have people who join a mentorship program never show up. Like, where are you? <laughs> so 
why? Why did you even invest in the first place? Why didn't you show up? What happened? Or why did you stop showing up? So why, why are you stuck even when you invest? What, is there something wrong with the mindset? Is it different from what you expect it to be? Did you do your homework before you started investing? Did it resonate with what you really want to learn? And in terms of the content, and also do you resonate with the person who's teaching? So these are the things that you need to start thinking as well so you don't make the same mistake next year, okay? Now, let's talk about opportunity cost. Let's focus on these four things as well. Assuming you did not, assuming you did not invest in a paid leads platform, okay? You did not invest in a paid leads platform. You did not invest in a trade show. You decide that, nope, I don't have the money. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to invest in all of this because I don't have the money. Okay. Then you have to ask yourself, what's the opportunity cost when I don't invest? That means, what do you, what are you potentially losing out? A lot of times when we're investing in our business, we're buying time. Okay. Period. We're buying time. We're buying time and we're buying knowledge. So you don't have to spend your own time, sweat equity to, to, um, to do all these things yourself. You're basically shortening your learning curve. You're basically shortening a lot of the, the shortening the time to gain momentum for your business, basically. So if you don't invest in a paid leads platform, that means you have to organically, okay, outreach to your followers to gain followers to also, if you don't invest in a trade show or pay list platform, I'm going to lump these two together. That means you have to have the discipline to set aside a time, okay? Every single day, every single week to do sales outreach, to do outreach for your business. That means you are not going to spend money. You are going to be using your time and your energy, okay? Sometimes, ultimately, after people have done this for a month or two, they realize that, oh my God, I should just save the money and just pay for it, okay? And so now you have to ask yourself, do I have the time or the energy that I can spare to do organic outreach to potential clients, okay? To, to attend networking events, to visit vendors and venues. So you're basically taking your time to build your business. Do you have the commitment, the discipline, the accountability, the time, and the energy to do all that? So you have to ask yourself, oh, the whole year, I did not invest in the trade show or paid leads platform, okay? I did not invest at all. So what have I done this whole year to grow my followers, to get any leads? What have I done? Or what didn't I do? Did I get the results that I want? So now that's your opportunity cost. If you don't invest, you have to do certain things to, to compensate for, for, um, if you do invest. Okay. To replace, I won't say compensate, to replace. So you are using all this sweat equity. Did you get the results that you want that you know you will get if you invest in a paid leads platform? If you do what you're supposed to do. Okay. Did you get, did you get the results? If you did not, so next year, should you continue to do the same thing and expect different results? No, that would be stupid. 
So next year, you'll be like, okay, I cannot hold myself accountable. I do not have the time or the energy. This is hard. So maybe it's time for you to think about investing because your opportunity cost one whole year, you lost. You air quote, okay? You lost the opportunity to actually have the potential to get more leads and followers if you were to take the shortcut, okay? Which is paid leads platform and trade show. If you did not invest, then you didn't do what you're supposed to do. You didn't get the results. So it would be dumb for you to do the same thing, expecting a different result next year. So when you audit this next year, what is the, what is the common sense thing to do now? Okay, set aside money and invest in attending a trade show and paid leads platform. So because I don't have the sweat equity, I don't have the time and the energy. So don't repeat the same mistake. Okay. So social media manager. Okay, you did not hire a social media manager when the opportunity came to you to say that somebody's available to do your social media for you, but you decided to do everything yourself. Okay, you decided to do everything yourself. That means again, sweat equity. Okay. Did you post consistently? Did you show up consistently? All right, on your social media. Did you, were you able to do what a social media manager could have done for you or by yourself? Just compare. Compare the work that a social media manager will do for you versus if you were to do it yourself. Do you think that you'll be able to produce the same amount of work or better than hiring a social media manager? If your answer is no, would you still continue to do that next year? Is it better to hire a social media manager, take away your stress and get an expert to actually know what they're supposed to do? Okay, so would it, be, would it be foolish to continue if this year you did not see the results that you are expecting if you don't hire a social media manager and if you do hire a social media manager, what were the expected results? So if you did not get the expected results if you were to hire a social media manager, then does it make sense next year that you should think about hiring a social media manager? Try it out. This is all about, business is all about trying things out. So this is something for you to audit. Then personal and business growth. So opportunity came for you to invest in a mentor, to buy a course, whatever. You did not. You realized that, nope, I don't have the money. I don't want to be scammed. I'm going to do my own research. Okay, did you do the research yourself? And did you get the results that you want from the research? Or are you living more confused? So ask yourself, how much time did you waste, right? If you were to invest in a mentor or a course, do you think you'll be able to get more business? That was the goal, right? Correct? And you didn't get more business by researching everything yourself. And you are thinking that, well, I don't lose anything. I don't lose any money. Well, in fact, you did. You lost money because you could have booked business. So you have a potential loss of revenue. When people think that, oh, I didn't lose anything because I didn't pay anything, then they forgot that the bigger picture, you actually lost a lot more money. You're tripping over, you're tripping over a thousand dollars to save a dollar. Every time there's an opportunity that shows up to invest that can shorten my personal growth and my business growth, I always ask myself, if I were to do it myself, what is the result I'm going to get? Am I happy with the result? If I were to invest in that person and I show up and I show up and I bet on myself and I trust that person, what would be the potential results? Which one looks better? 
energetically speaking and also financially speaking. So this is the other questions that I ask myself. So the potential, the opportunity cost is huge when it comes to not investing emotionally, mentally, physically in yourself and in your business. So today I play the devil's advocate. I chose four things, paid leads platform, trade shows, social media manager, and also personal and business growth. Okay. I chose four things that you could invest in your business. And I gave you, I gave you the benchmarks. Those are the things. What are the things to evaluate and ask yourself, did you actually use your investment to its maximum potential? If you did not, what happened? Okay. And then I paint the other picture. Did you even invest in these four areas in your business? If you did, did not, what is the opportunity cost? Okay. So this is a heavy episode to watch and to, to listen as well. And a lot of homework for you to do. So you don't repeat the same mistakes for 2024. Okay, you don't repeat the mistakes for 2024. And this is having a conversation with yourself, right? Because a lot comes, boils down to you. Okay, a lot boils down to you, your knowledge and your mindset, these two. Your knowledge, your mindset, uh, what is going to move you forward. So you can have all the knowledge, but you have a lousy mindset, that's not going to work. You have a strong mindset, but you don't have the knowledge or the skills, that's not going to work. So it all boils down to these two things. So I want you to really take the time to evaluate what happened in 2023, the investment that you made, the investment that you did not make, what, what worked and what didn't work, okay? Thank you so much for your time once again. I hope this episode will give you some insight and please do not let another, another year pass by where you just leave instead of participate, okay? I'll be here to support you. My team will be here to support you. And if this is something that you have a goal for 2024 and you realize that, nope, I'm not going to try to figure things out myself, just reach out. Just reach out to me. Go to my show notes, reach out to me, and then we see what we can do for you uh, in terms of helping you gain some momentum in your personal growth and also in your business. Thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to speaking with you. I look forward to speaking with you again next week for our next series of podcasts. Uh, in fact, for this particular podcast, I am going to uh, drop my, my calendar schedule link. Uh, I think we should have something open in, in, uh, in January because I'm not taking any calls in, um, in December. I'm go I will be going on vacation. So I'm going to drop the link. If you want to schedule for a call in January, get you ready to go, please do so. I look forward to speaking with you. Don't forget. As usual, give us a rating, give us a review of our podcast and let me know what are the topics you'd like me to talk about moving forward for 2024 that is going to help you personally and also in your business. Thank you, everybody. Have a great rest of your week and enjoy the holiday. Spend time with your loved ones because we're never guaranteed another moment. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.